What's up, everyone? Welcome to Let's Get Graphic, the podcast where we sit, drink, and talk everything graphic design. I am one of your hosts, Chris Perkins, and I am joined by Bryson, Dante, and Colton. Well, there's no time like the present. Grab your drinks. Let's get graphic. Graphic design is my passion. Oh, fuck. Chef uniforms? Like who's gonna, who's gonna buy chef uniforms? I I, I feel like they have scrubs chefs. on there also. No, I forget that. Like they, that goes for everything. They don't have the big hat, unfortunately. There's there's like chef wear that I think it might be on like blacksmith or something like that. It's one of those like kind of streetwear like basics thing. And there's this brand that makes like all chefs pants, but they're tight, like they're checkered print or they're cool and they're pretty basic and everything aren't they like that. Aren't chefs pants supposed to be loose? What? Aren't chef's pants supposed to be looser? Yeah, but they're like canvas joggers. Well, so they're they more like chef. twill. twill no, I was just being an asshole because he said they're tight, but they're usually more baggy. Oh, no. Ratatouille type B. They're, they're very cool and stylish. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be the next, it's going to be the next, like. Checkered pants for your checkered vans, kids. Yeah, it's going to be the next, like, uh, streetwear vibe. Everyone, chef. everyone gives me and Colton shit when we both have slip-on vans that are checkered the same day. Like, oh, my oh, God, they're twinning. Uh-huh. Cool each other. It's like, you know, this is their most popular item. Slip on checkered vans. Like, I guarantee you, really? there's a couple more people that have them. Yeah. More than a couple. It's Everybody a, a has a pair of checkered vans. I wouldn't understand. What are you saying? Are you saying he's different than us? Yeah. People could see different. this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. People could see this right now. He's wearing glasses. That makes him different. Oh. I can't see this right now it's not because, because I'm wearing it's not glasses. not because he's black. It's because he's wearing <laughs> oh, glasses. Now, don't gotcha. spread lies. Gotcha. I'm not. No, come on. I'm not black. <laughs> <laughs> let's not. Let's not misinform the people. If anyone's gonna take any from all this two of our fans. Dante is black. Hey, hey, chill out now. Great. Hey, hold on. Two episodes in, and we're canceled already. Honestly, I'm surprised we got this far. If we start it, if we start it from the beginning, it's like the first day of college. If you show up on time, then you know they expect it every day, and they're like, "Hey, you're Racism? starting to show up late." No, no, but that's what I'm saying with this. If we're racist from the beginning, then they're like, okay, these guys are just racist. I don't know if that's how, I don't, I don't know if that's how things work around here. I think that, I think that's how it works. As the racism regulator, I'm going to have to let it slide. I'm going to just let it slide. Can I use my, my uh, race card? Can I say it? No, you got to get like 10 episodes in for that. Ah, shit. Well, I'm, I'm so glad this is how we decided to start this show. And with it, for everyone that decided to stick around through that amazing opening, we thank you. Let's actually talk about what we came here to talk about. AI. What do we all think about it? What was our first initial reaction whenever this thing hit the mainstream? Well, my initial uh, reaction to seeing it was... I thought it was pretty crazy. I did not at all think that it would get to where it's gotten, especially at the speed that it has evolved. Originally seeing it, like it, a lot of the images you would see were very, very obviously AI. You know, they were faces were distorted and hands were messed up and backgrounds were very terrible. And you knew that it had potential, but you didn't know like how quickly it would grow into what it has. And I feel like it's like starting to like, leak into every aspect of art and like creation in general it's 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 crazy i honestly wasn't worried like at the i guess in the same thing you were saying is i wasn't worried at all because the first thing was oh good luck you're gonna be out of a job in like two and a half months it's gonna this man's eye is like on his forehead right now (laughs) what are you talking about the first images that came out it was like just people doing like really weird like environment stuff and like putting actors in certain situations or it was like oh my god check out this thing check out this actor's doing this you are you are balenciaga harry yeah and now and now plankton's singing tool oh yeah (laughs) we're not going to talk about like the audio portion of that but like it first came out i was I remember I was like, you know, me and my creative director like kind of brought it up. And it was just like, you see this? I'm like, yeah. And we're both kind of like, you know, this sucks for any like character designer or concept artist. Like that's going to be the person that's going to lose their job. And then like 
year, two year down the road, you start seeing like Adobe coming out with Firefly, and people are put getting like integrating it more, integrating into like the design field. Then I was like, oh fuck, like should I be learning to use this? Like, am I missing out the on answer the next is yes. like, thing? Well, that's the thing is like when you say learning to use this, I think we've talked about what what is the future for a designer when it comes to AI and it's, and we basically narrowed it down to like, you're going to be like a prompt writer, but learning to use this how much in is quotes is like, how much does a prompt writer get paid? Yeah, how, anyone could write a prompt is the thing, especially if you have an idea of what it is you want, you know, you say that, but honestly, like me messing with mid journey, I am terrible at prompt writing. Like, I, I cannot, like, write a prompt to get what I want in any way, shape, or form. That, that's the thing. Like, I can write a prompt to get what I want. But is that what you want? Yeah, but you just you want, know? like, images of shirtless white men. Why do they have to be white? Well, Midjourney, unfortunately, blocked that. So I can't do that. And it's very specific on the words you use. But if I do painting of a bodybuilder... You know, then it, they don't cheeks. give me what I'm looking for. So <laughs> I don't think. Hey, you can put that on YouTube. So I mean. hey. <laughs> dude, the Nair butthole thing was like on my suggested oh, no. for like. Is that still up? No, I don't know. I don't see how. But when you told me to like find that and stuff, he ruined it your stayed. algorithm. It Hold did. On. It really fucked. Ruined. Me. Don't, you don't made don't it better. Look at this I'm not right gonna now. watch it. I just want to know if it's still. How do you spell Nair? Is it N A R E? Nair. A-A-I-R? Right, which one of you uses Nair? I, uh, I plead the fifth. So the, thi- the thing is, though, like, we're, we're talking specifically about designers and how we would use it and how um, it affects us. Basically. I don't know how it's going to affect the, the fucking website designer or anything like that. I don't because I've heard chat GBT can, like, write a whole website for you. And it it's can. like, it can. and it's done. That's the, yeah. that's the other thing about, like, the way it's progressed. I mean, I don't see, I feel like people think that like, oh yeah, well, graphic designers are out because it's just making the thing. But I feel like there's, and this could be the same thing with like program writers and stuff, but I feel like there's so much more that goes into the design process, whether we're reformatting, you know, a picture that Midjourney developed so it can be printed on a shirt or something, you know? Well, that's one of the things that crossed my mind, like as like AI developed into what it is now is that, I, there was that one, the one moment where I was worried. I was like, "Oh shit, AI is gonna develop into the point, no matter like whenever it may be, gonna develop into the point where someone can type in a prompt and get a logo for a company already vectorized, ready to go. Just send the printer this file, and it's I good." I feel like we're not far off from that, though. Yeah, it's very close, especially since Adobe Firefly is like a thing, and that's like specifically made for that portion. But the part that I start looking at is like, what happens? When a designer is using it, sends it to a client, and the client wants to make an edit. Oops. That is when that is when you need like that designer like side of it to be like, all right, well, how can I manipulate this to make said edit? Because you're not going to be able to take that back into Midjourney and be like, take this exact. Yeah, hey, Midjourney, uh, can you just thin up the line work a little bit, like, and then it does it? No, it's not how can, it works. Can you take this image and uh, remove this thing perfectly? without any issues because i i feel like even with midjourney you could type in the same prompt four separate times and get you know what 16 separate results well not to be negative uh or like bleak about our futurized designers nancy on negative nelly thank you um i feel like at the rate that it's growing there's no way they don't have that in mind being able to edit something that's already been created maybe not in the programs that exist now like mid-journey um but there's no way they don't they're not working on something where you put in a prompt you get a piece of art and then you can go back and make edits to that and at the rate that it's growing I, I feel like it's not that far off before that's a possibility so not to give ai any ideas but you're talking about a mid-journey chat gbt firefly hybrid yes where you know, it produces something and you tell it, no, I don't want that part of it. I want it to be changed this way. And then it gives you another version. Yes, because it's only getting smarter every day. It's learning with everything that is every prompt that's put into it. It's getting better and better. And that goes for every AI program. They 
continue to learn the more they're used and for the people that are programming them it, there's no way they don't have in their minds like this is a good starting point for me this thing that it's created now what can i do to change that and they're going to try and integrate that into the programs and that's going to be the standard for all of them i mean i guess between the four of us like how many have actually like used it for a design i i for sure have you know especially with illustration reference like finding finding a uh you know vietnam era soldier riding a surfboard with an uh, m16 in its hand you with know a thousand yard stare yeah with a thousand yard <laughs> stare and uh a numerous black hawk helicopters in the background yeah it definitely helps like put together a good reference was, yeah and then after you keyword get, reference how many times do you have to go through how many times do you have to get variations before you get one that you well, take away for me personally, usually it'll be like three or four prompt type ins. And so like on mid journey, that'll give you 16 references. And then usually I'll just for simplification, I'll say like, I'll Photoshop together the best one from each to get different elements. Cause you know, with mid journey, it's still not a hundred percent like, Oh, this dude's got eight fingers or this dude's got three fingers or the gun is blending into his vest and stuff like that. So it still takes me to turn that into something that's like okay it doesn't look it looks normal but it's still me re-illustrating over it and compiling it together and creating a you know an underpainting if you will to draw over and stylize how i please yeah so so you use it for more like uh like illustrate reference but like your your initial images are more realistic right they're not like you don't go in there asking for like a one color no i for me personally it's always easier to like simplify like because mainly beforehand i would always use like if i was illustrating like an elk or a red-tailed deer or whatever fucking animal that they want i would find a photo reference for it and then you know maybe i use one or two but then i make a illustration um colton you used you've used it for like that like you you actual assets for like vector like one color assets right well, yeah, I'll, I'll just tell it to make something in black and white and usually gives uh, stuff that's easy to work with as an asset. Yeah, that's always been the problem for me is I can never get it to that. It's like, that's where I go back to like, I can't write a prompt for shit because it's like, I'll go in there wanting like a one color vector and I try to add all like the text at the end where I'm like, I want it one color. I want it flat. I want it. You, you guys are making me think that I don't know how to write a prompt either because I say I use it for my purposes, but. I just get an image, you know, and then I'm like, okay, let's, let's draw over this and do well, some I think different that stuff. Part of that depends on like, I think a lot of this AI stuff like ties into like integrity as a designer. Like how, how much of this do you want to be able to claim as your own? Like I got a photograph, I got it to make me a photograph and then I drew over it. Um, as opposed to some people that might just be like, do damn, do 99% of the work for me. Like get the, get it to the point where I can vectorize it, add a little bit and it's done. I think it, it depends on your process kind of right your process. Yeah. I think AI as it is, is theft right now. So if you're going to use it, I would not have it be your final product because then that is theft, which what we do in a way is with ideas. Well, it's kind of, it's kind of like going about if you ask it for like a seamless pattern tile, like it will it will put in word marks because it's sampling all the, you know, things that you have to buy, like either Adobe stock or, you know, uh, what, what's the other one? Not Vect easy, but stuff. Shutterstock. Yeah. Shutterstock stuff. You got to pay for it'll sample those to make it. So it is stealing from those technically. I think what Colton's saying. Yeah. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's a good tool to use as like a template, but I would not just, you know, make something and have it be, be done, you know? Yeah. Cause I mean, part of our research process is that portion of like going onto Google, typing in something, and then just looking through thousands of pages of images that we can find one that is close. Like what you were saying, Bryson, with like the just finding a picture of a deer. It's like, yeah, but how many images of deer do you have to go through before you find the one that's sitting in the right position to where you can illustrate it or have some type of reference? Like at least with. AI, you can like go in, type in what you want, and get an image that is remotely unique. You're saying the AI is doing the research for you to do it. You don't have in to a way, go yeah. through thousands of yeah, pictures because, yourself. Like, in our heads, we already have like 
well, at least most of the time you have concepts already built. So it's like, if you did your research phase properly. Yeah, so like it'll, it'll cut the research part down because you'll do some research, you have an idea of, you know, it kind of builds the prompt for you where you're like, oh, I want a, this specific deer, but I want it sitting in this position with like said trees behind it. Well, you would have to go through a lot of images before you found like the perfect one of the trees. Or you'll have to find like two images of trees and this deer to merge together. So you might as well like go into AI and type, I want this, 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 and this, and see what you can get. Yeah, that depends on if you're using the AI for a final product or if you're using it for research. Because if you're using it for, if you want to call it research, it's like, where do you draw the line between I'm using this to create the artwork for me and I'm using this to research? Because there's, when you really think about it, there's not much of a difference between searching images on Google and just getting AI to kind of throw together and a general idea of what it is that you want and then working off of that. But if you're just using that straight up that image for the final product, that's a different story. Well, take, taking a step back, even like, do you think AI is even there to the point, say, Say you're still there clicking the buttons and you're, you know, say you've sourced four different AI programs, do things. Do you think without taking it into Adobe Illustrator, could you turn in a final product? Like say you got mid journey to like concept it, you had some uh, vectorizing AI software to vectorize the, you know, PNG or whatever, you know, uh, mid journey gives you. Do you think Illustrator or Illustrator, do you think AI, there you go, Adobe Illustrator. Uh, yeah, Do you it think it's there already to where just using AI type software to go from concepting to per, like turn in here, here client, here's your file. Do you think it's there? I'm going to give you, um, to answer that, I'm going to give you an example, which it's perfect. So uh, recently, like within the last week, I had a freelance job. I've worked with this guy. I worked with this person before. He sent me an email that was like, I want to do this concept and this is what I have without saying where he got the the image from. He was just like, can you work with this? I opened up, I opened up the screenshot and it was Santa in his like red suit riding a surfboard like on this wave, but he was missing one leg (laughs) and one foot was sitting behind the surfboard. Hmm. I and wonder. I was, almost immediately, I was like, "He did this in AI." I don't even have to ask. Mid journey specifically. Yeah. So I like, you know, knowing what the answer was going to be, I replied back, and I was like, "Is there any way that this is vector? <laughs> I can work with it if it is, but knowing the answer, like, tell me you made this in AI." Yeah, I wanted him to admit it. To be honest, like, it was the satisfaction of having him tell me that that's what he did, and then he has to hand it over to a designer to like finish it out just to let at least one client know like hey you still need me right so he did that he told me no uh, he said he made it in discord <laughs> which is <laughs> ai yeah so like uh, it's like he's trying to tiptoe he's, around he's the dancing answer. around it like oh yeah i use this app have you heard, heard of discord yeah yeah i made it on there so in my way of like trying to steer him in the right way i guess i did my own like prompting and was like trying to get images that i thought would be better and I found a couple of them. There's still like like some of the, some of the Santa Claus positions were weird, where he was standing on the surfboard, like both facing forward. So from the As start, you you, from the start, you're re-engineering it. Yeah, I was like immediately. I was like, well, if I do take this on, like I was like, if I take this on, I'm gonna have to re-illustrate his leg, and then I'm gonna have to illustrate the like foot that's sitting behind the surfboard in front. And so I was, in a way, I was trying to make it easier on myself while also guiding the client to something that would work a little bit better. Because he was very, like, very, like, I want to use this image because he likes the position. He likes Some about it spoke to him. Yes. And I don't know if it's because he did it himself. So he was like, oh, I want to use this because I did it. Right. I. The big, the quote unquote I. So he... So I did like a, I did a few prompts and I and I sent him a couple of screenshots of Santa Claus and I was like, yeah, I could take this on. This is what 
these are some better images because the one that you sent me, like, there's a lot of work because that it sucks. Done. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, more AI images that you made, and like, hey, so this would work better for me, but are you okay with this? Yeah, and he was, and th- that led into, well, if we can use the hair on this one that I sent you on the other ones, that would be great. And I had to explain to him, I was like, well, if we're going to go through this whole process of me putting these images together, like, the price is going to be higher. Because I'm going to have to... Like, You're creating a lot more trouble for me. Yeah, I was like, I'm just using these as references at this point. I'm using this Santa, this Santa to, like, merge something together so that the price is going to be higher. And he was like, well, what if we just use one of, like, your Santa Clauses? And then I was like, well, I mean, even the ones that I sent you aren't perfect. Like, this one, the position's wrong. Like, this one, his hand is a tree. Like, I... I like, I'm still going to have to, like, the price is going to go down because these are a little bit easier to work with if I, like, you know, auto, I, 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 like the whole point was the image trace part. It was like, I can image trace these and it'd be a little bit closer than the one that you sent me, but it's still going to be a pretty pricey project. Either way, I'm going to, if you want to base it off one of these, I'm going to have to run it through my my process of creating usable art for this. Yeah, so I guess the, my answer to your question is I do not think right now AI is at the point where you can get something 100%. I would have to agree with you. Either way, it's like you're either image tracing it or running it through another AI software to image trace and then checking it or fixing it or amending it, you know, or just re-illustrating over it. That's more of my process. That's what I would do. But yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not there yet. I mean, what do you think? I agree. I think it's not there yet. But I think that it is not far off. I think that it is jumped leaps and bounds since it started. And I think that it's it's definitely not at that point which yet. Is, but I which think it only started like what, three, four less than years, a year ago. Less than a year? Yeah. Jesus it, Christ. It, it's it's growing pretty quickly. I so mean, I don't it, all hands have five fingers on them now. So it's, yeah, it's I don't think it's a stretch to the and that's the thing is that again. The more you use it, the more it learns, the better it gets. The more stuff it samples, it's going to continue to get better. The po- the more popular it gets, the better it's going to get. So I don't think it's a stretch to say that it's on the horizon. That is, pre- it's pretty close that it's going to get to the point where, um, where it can produce a finished product. But at the same time, I will say that stuff produced by people who don't have the quote unquote eye that we keep using is not necessarily going to be like up to par with stuff that maybe a designer would, you know, produce or approve of after it's been created by the program. I think it all depends on the field that you're in. So like, I guess like for logo and brand agencies, I don't know how much longer it's going to take for AI to get to that point. I feel like it's going to take longer for AI to get to the point where it can produce a logo that like is usable for a company than it would be for like a design for a t-shirt only because the apparel industry is going into like the streetwear brand vibe, where it could almost not make sense of the image that's on set apparel and someone is going to buy it because of how unique it is like i guarantee you within the next year or so there is going to be like a trend of just ai produced apparel and it's gonna be a bunch of fucked up shit of like images with missing hands, like arms. some some meta shit. I yeah, people would buy that just because of that. It's literally going to be a whole like revolution of AI produced images that's just being thrown on T-shirts as is, and it's going to be like an industry trend for at least. Well, tr- trends are trends. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, with trends, it's like you never know what's going to be the fucking new thing. I, I could see how that would be a thing, especially with, you know, the whole designer and all that stuff. But it, it in the end, it's just a trend, you know, where do we think that it's, well, one, is it going to replace, which I guess the answer we're saying is no, because we're still reformatting shit and all that. But like, how do I, how do I put this? Someone, someone, someone bailing out here. Well, what concerns me about that is the ethics of having it make something and then just calling it a day. I guess it depends on if you're a designer or non-designer. So, like, if you're a designer... That's the big question here, I think. If you're a designer, you look at the ethics more than you do, like, the actual, like, design part. So, it's, like, 
we use it as just another tool in our arsenal, along with Photoshop and Illustrator, who also have like AI capabilities because Photoshop has the generative fill thing now. But we use it as like a tool to get us the design that in our eye we think a client's gonna want. But if but a non-designer will use something and not be able to see it that way and they're just going to use it as is. So it's like they don't see the ethics behind it because in their eyes they made it because they typed the prompt out. It's theirs, but they don't see that it pulled that stuff from other artists, other things on the internet to make it that they're just like, I don't fucking care. Like, I typed it. It's mine. I'm going to put it on a shirt. If I didn't type it, this wouldn't exist. Exactly. I, I mean, that's, it, in like in the end, that's literally what they're thinking is that I it, this image, this specific image, would not exist if I did not type this out. But how did that image get produced without pulling it from somewhere? Well, that ties into the the whole saying that there are no original ideas, right? So every every idea that you have or every concept that has ever been you know created in your brain has come from inspiration from something else so it's like where do you draw the line right if you're doing this prompt this prompt that you came up with and it's drawing inspiration from all these different things how's that any different from you going and researching all these different things and then being inspired pulling elements from this and this to create something you know so where do you draw the line and for designers it's like you have integrity as a designer to to an extent where you don't want to rely on the, the AI too much. But for a non-designer, it's like, I don't care, man. I just got this thing created and I didn't have to pay for it. Here, here's what I think. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little, a little story. Like, here's how I think AI should be best used. You know, it's like, I, I got weird ideas. You know, let me just preface this. Like, I think personally, it's totally off subject, but... I think drivers should be allowed to hit one pedestrian per year. Not deadly. What did we just like? <laughs> you get a freebie? What? I think drivers, you should be allotted one pedestrian hit. Because we always, we always know, you know, like, even if you're in the parking lot somewhere and you're like about to go and then someone runs in front of you and then starts walking as soon as they hit the middle of the street. And it's like, dude, are you serious? Like, if you're allowed to hit one person, that would cut down a lot of shit. Back to AI. I think that AI should be used as for clients to find inspiration and put together things to show their designer, hey, this is kind of what I'm looking for. This is kind of what I'm looking for, you know, because in the end, I'm of the opinion that it still needs to go through the designer. It still needs to be formatted or redrawn or adjusted in order to go to print or whatever application. Yeah, I I think we hit on it earlier, but I think it's 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 kind of a form of the research we usually do, but it gets more specific with what we're looking for. Absolutely. Good designers copy, great designers steal. And it's almost like, you know, a good designer will just like copy something that someone does because they know how to use the program. Like a great designer will steal as like a, because you, you know, you know what looks good. We have the eye to see what another design looks like to us as we can determine what a good design so not we can bend text like that but we know what that overall design is trying to and achieve see that oh the text is like the kerning in the text is perfect we can see like i guess the go back like what happened several months ago is we we're at a restaurant and Colton looked at a menu and in, like with before we even got a chance to pick something to eat he literally goes does this text look weird to you? And like all <laughs> of us looked at it and it was because it is because the, the, the kerning on it was not done like aesthetically pleasing. It was like one, like the letters are like sitting awkward and like the space in between. And the M weird. was really but, far from the O and it just yeah, looks like, weird. But that, is, but that is the I is that like, we can look at something like that and be like, the spacing on those letters are, are nice. Like the text being used is aesthetically pleasing, but the colors on this looks good. And it's all things that AI can't do right now. And that's good for us because we can see that and we can recognize when something doesn't look good. But my issue lies with when you have a client who say clients or your everyday, like average Joe, who doesn't feel that they need a designer anymore. 
because they can just create what they want now. Before they didn't have a choice. You would have to come to a designer to get something created to have it like fully fleshed out. Now they don't have to do that anymore. And it might not look good, but it's done. You know, it's, it's been made now. And if they don't have the eye to recognize that it's bad, why would they prefer looking for a designer instead of just doing it themselves? There, there's a lot to unpack there. I feel like there's always going to be clients that, you know, it, everyone, whether you're a creative or not, has their idea of what's good and what's not good or what they like and what they don't like, you know, from your, you know, the cartoons you watched growing up to, you know, the clothing brands that you liked and that the cool kids wore at your high school, everyone has their idea of what's cool or not. And there's also the idea of done is better than perfect. You know? So if a client comes to you, like you said, and it's like, Hey, this is done, make it happen. It's like, well, one, it's not done because it still needs to be gone through all these processes in order to make it, to put it on the shirt that you want, you know? Um, and that, I think it's just a, a new problem of dealing with clients and stuff. Not that they're all bad and stuff, but they're not in the field that we're in. So, you know, they don't understand. That should remind me of another example. Uh, I don't know if y'all remember the client that had like the, they sent us a design that was like an eagle and a flag. It was another one of those instances where they sent the design that didn't even tell us that it was AI, but we all looked at it and was like, well, this eagle's chest is like right underneath its beak. So it looks like it's like puffing it out. Why, why, why do the stars on the American flag have six points? Yeah, that was the other thing. And it's like, they didn't tell us. They said the design was perfect. And that is exactly how we printed it. And they have it up on their website. So it's like, Yes, like people who are not designers will do things like that because they don't want to pay for it. They will cut corners because they don't want to pay for it. And you know what? That's on them, I think, at this point. Like, if, if they don't want to go to a designer to, like, help them have a good-looking product, that's on them. If it works for them, that's good for them. But, like, the ones that will go to a designer are ones that want something that's going to last. So I think that that comes down to like your logo and branding. Like I think someone who truly wants to make like a stamp in the world as like a good company or like a good apparel brand, like they got to have a designer on staff or go to a designer to make something that's going to stand out. And back to what you were saying kind of too about you know, it's like, yeah, they did that whole design and it's on their website. And it's like, we know it's wrong. And I guarantee you other designers will look at that and go, yep, that's AI, you know, but if people like it and stuff, who cares? I think it's less of an evil because we've had clients do like a similar thing where they'll send us finished designs and we'll look them up and we go, this is literally the exact same thing <laughs> as this other brand. Like, to the illustration, to the weight of the circle badge, you know, all this, but just with their name on it instead. Yeah. Same font even, but their name instead of this other brand's name. And I feel like that is in it in and of itself is more so stealing because it's, it's almost, it's almost malicious at that point. Well, they're just, they're just ignorant. They don't know that how wrong it is to just copy. Like you would that. think that would be common sense though. They're ignorant. <laughs> Dante, do you approve? Is that okay? Benignant. <laughs> Shit. I, I guess so. But I guess it brings to another point or like, I guess a discovery while we're talking about this is that this concept of being ethical and like stealing, quote unquote, stealing designs has always been there. You know what I mean? Like even before AI is that people have been doing it forever. So it's like. I, I think there's a difference between stealing a design and, and stealing elements that you want to take out of a design. Because at least with AI, it's something that has, it's taking elements from around, but it's something that has not been created before. Well, AI also doesn't discriminate, you know, it doesn't, it, it picks randomly. It doesn't pick the dude that's trending right now, you know? So it's, it's less malicious in its approach and it's completely random, it, you know, speaking to its, you know, on its behalf. Or for its favor. I guess if you're one of the artists that you can like 
see your own illustration style or painting style in the AI that people are producing. Like, I can see why you would be upset. And I'm sorry that that possibly happened. I mean, we also act like artists are like, no, that way of drawing a hand, that's my way. I guarantee you that artist sees that hand and goes, oh, well, that looks similar to mine, but I guess I took it from someone else. And, oh, I suck. I should just quit anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think the ones that would be most upset to get their shit stolen are, like, photographers. Like, it, I could see that. There's people that will go in there. Like, I guess the one that started the whole, like, ethical, like, conversation in mass media was like the guy or the person that entered their photographer their like photo into a photography like contest and won come to find out that it was an AI produced photo. And it was like it was like almost to prove a point where it's like people cannot see the difference and anyone could just claim an image as their own. So it's like I could see like a photographer or a painter to be upset because like a painting style is very specific to someone. A drawing style can be very specific to someone, depending on what the drawing is. But like painting more so, where it's like, if you're going to make a name for yourself, in the painting world, you have to do something different. So it's like, that's why Monet, Picasso, like all of them are who they are now. It's because they have a very specific style of what they did. So like, I could see a painter being upset where it's like, that is my art style that person is selling this image for this amount of money when like they, like they should be paying for me or someone is producing an image that is like a, a copy of someone's image just because they don't want to go to someone to pay for it. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I want this image of this person's painting, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you're not paying, like they're not paying you for it. It's, it's a pretty tough thing because like going back to the photography thing, you know, not I'll, I'll touch upon like the painting style later, but with photography, it's like, say I'm looking for a car for this, this one badge design I'm doing. It's like with the photographer, when they photograph the car, they could have been thinking about light and nostalgia and like what color grading they're going to do on it. Not the shape of the car, you know, the shape of this particular car at this angle, but that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at the shape of this car at this angle and I'm redrawing it or drawing from that image to get something different. You get a different piece of artwork. But that's the part is the redrawing part. Well, that, I mean, let, let's call it, let, instead of redrawing, let's call it tracing. That has a different connotation to it. But I mean, like, that's, that's the part where we are set aside. It's because, like, we can look at an image and be like, I like the way this car is angled of what I got out of AI. Like, I got the car... The angle that I want out of AI, but now I can take it and illustrate. For example, I had I had to have a duck flying directly forward, mouth open, wings spread. Like nobody has an image of that that I could use, so I had to use AI. Yeah, for especially it. because and it's not just a mallard; it's a king eater duck. <laughs> you know, yeah, it had to be very specific, which it wasn't out there for me to use. So that was a good good way for AI to be used. The painting portion, like. I think the guy that I'm talking about specifically has done um, like some tool album covers. You know, it's very like, it looks like a DMT trip where it's like these faces, but they're made of like, can you picture what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I don't I know, know the name of the artist. I'm sue me, whatever. But that guy, like a, a common trend in that, um, that dude's art. It's like, you know, people like kind of human shaped things forms and like some deep space kind of trippy stuff. But if you like contrasted that with like to a car, like we, you know, to stick with the topic or, you know, to a submarine roller coaster outdoor scene and stuff, you are using that. And then if you reillustrate it too, I would say it's your, your own thing, you know, but say you do like, even I think even if you were you're looking for a new profile picture and you copied it with a photo that you did in this style and making it, oh, backslash painting of uh, this picture in the style of this artist, it's still it's still unique. I think I'm of, you know, I came from like a little bit more of a tattoo background where all these dudes were tracing the same flash from the same dude, you know, and it's the process. Even if you're trying to do it as closely as possible to the original flash your hand is going to have 
you know, a different autopilot that Sailor Jerry's hand did, you know? Yeah, he created that image or it's the first known. He might have found it from a postcard that some other starving artist was doing for, you know, a dollar a week and stuff to do that. But he copied it from somewhere and everyone else is copying it from them. It's still their tattoo. It's their flash. It's their design. But they didn't create the swallow with the two flowers on either side. They didn't, you know, think of putting that banner there. It's all been done before. So it's basically like, how can you take the image that you're given or the whatever you got out of AI and how can you make it, how can you make it yours? Is reformatting it enough? The minimum, the bare minimum of putting it through another vectorizer and, you know, maybe throwing a distress texture around the edges so it has a nice border. We're, we're speaking about if it's for a shirt, you know, like, is that enough? I guess it depends on where AI goes. Like, as if it gets... You know, a year from now, and it's able to produce something that I guess we. But before I say that, how can you even determine it's like ninety percent? When it gets when AI gets to the point where it can produce something ninety percent, like we won't really know how we feel then until it happens. But how will we know? How will we know that a design is ninety percent there? Because there's tons of times where we'll design something, and it's like. I'll design something. I can't tell you what percentage of the design that I'm done until it's done. Like my tell you until you look at it with your eye and go, yeah, I like this. Exactly. So like, how can a non-designer look at something and be like, yep, that is 90%. Or that is 95% there when they don't know they don't have, they don't have the same eye that we have. And even from one designer to the next, like I don't share the same eye as you. So like he's talking to me. Bryson. They know they know who I'm talking to, okay? The general general people. They're you're there, you know. The royal we. You know yeah, you there. So a designer may look at something and be like, "All right, that's that's about 90%. That's about 95% of what I want it to be." There's still some tweaks I want to make, yeah, but it's like, almost there. I may look at it and be like, "Well, it's like, you know, in my eye that's like 80%." But it's like I don't know what's going through their head. Even even percentages are arbitrary. It's like, uh, "I still need to work on it." It's getting there. It's almost there. And it's real. It's right there. It's right there. Or it's That's done. like the trial and error I always do. And I think with if you want a final product out of AI, you're missing out on all those other things you could be trying. And how many times have we looked at like past designs and be like, man, I, I wish I had done this. Like, I, I wish I had like taken a little bit more. And like, I know that I do. This is a lot of times I'll look back at my old files just for shits and giggles and just be like, man, what the fuck was I thinking? Or like, Man, like I, I could have gone a different direction with this one, and it would have been like that step further to being it. I think part of that is like you're looking at that later on in life with a little bit more experience, and you're also looking at it with a fresh pair of eyes, and that's where it matters to have a second opinion. So, as opposed to thinking that you've gotten something all the way there or ninety percent of the way there with just your AI and rolling forward with that, that's where somebody who does have that eyes opinion comes into play or just anyone in general, you know, having a second opinion on something will contribute a lot to actually getting that, getting it past the finish line. I think so many people that like do enough AI like on their own time and they're going to put that on their fucking resume. Uh, you say that like that's, I, that's definitely going to happen. Like, when that becomes so integrated into the industry, oh, you write AI prompts? Yeah, you're hired. I would not be surprised if people already like putting it on resumes is like, I can do Photoshop, AI, or uh, Illustrator, and I also know how to work mid-journey, and that's going to be like the tipping point. I think originally when we were first found out and started learning about all this, that was kind of our motivation was, well, we don't want to be like left behind when all this stuff is like the industry standard, like we need to get ahead of it and, you'll, and you'll learn, learn it. as it grows. Otherwise, like it's going to outgrow you. It's, it's kind of inevitable at this point. You have to it is the wave of the future. Be able to integrate it. If you want to survive in this industry. Right Unfortunately. Now. Yeah. I mean, it, based on what you said, when I first looked at it, I was just like, no, this can't possibly take our spot at the rate that is growing. It's like, there's no way it, even, it whether it takes your spot or not, it will become a part of your everyday process. It has to. There's, there's no avoiding it. There, this is not a trend that's just going to be forgotten. It's, 
it's coming and we have to like embrace it. I think that leads into the final thoughts. Like, should a designer start learning to use AI? Like, get rid of their morals, get rid of whatever thoughts they have. Get rid of their morals. Yeah. All morals, every moral you, every moral you have, abandon it immediately. Start abandon I don't know about that. Get rid of all your previous notions about AI. And should designers start embracing AI as part of their toolkit? Personally, I feel like you should don't necessarily abandon all your morals, but I feel like <laughs> you've got to accept that this will make your job easier. Um, I think trying to avoid it, you will be left behind. I think it's just kind of inevitable for you to be left behind if you don't embrace it to some extent. I think it's going to become part of the industry standard where you kind of just have to, whether you like it or not, that's, I feel like that's what our future is, is this is just part of the design process. Especially with Adobe starting to integrate it as much as they have in their programs. It, I don't think it's, it's only going to get better and more easy to use. Building off that, like it, like Dante said, it's going to be around, you know, and Colton, you too. But I think designers should have some sort of uh, understanding of it at least how to work with it because either way, whether, you know, clients are using it for the good or for bad, like it's going to create a new set of challenges for you that you're going to have to deal with either way. So being able to work with it, having a good understanding, whether you're going back and like you said, you're re-engineering these AI images that a client sent to you to create better references. I think having your process laid out to work with them or re-engineer or deal with them it's 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 going to need to happen. Yeah, I would agree with all of that. Designers should not be afraid to use AI because like it's on us as designers to take what is being put in front of us and how we can use it because if we don't someone's going to and that person someone with zero morals is going to. Yeah, it's it's the same thing with like all those like template based programs like Canva and all like all that shit. It's there are people out there that are going to learn this stuff, whether we decide to learn it ourselves or not. So like someone is going to learn AI to the point where they can get a job being a designer without any type of pre notion of Illustrator or Photoshop. What sets us aside is that we have that already. On top of the skills that we already have being able to elevate it with AI will give us that edge over the people that kind of just fell into the trend and are making stuff now because they can do it without as much work as we would have had to originally put into our stuff. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like a, a when like web design is like pushed on everyone. Like when I was in school, web design and UX design was the thing that everyone was pushing us to learn. This is going to be the way of the future. You can you're guaranteed a job. If you can learn how to build a website, this is it. Like this is the future. So in comparison, like AI is at now. Like AI is not going anywhere. AI is the future. It is something you need to have in your toolkit if you're going to be a good designer from 2023 on. Interesting thing to think about is how like say students maybe not right now but in a few years when with ai being as present as it is how are they going to learn you know what's the design program going to look like when they could just use ai like are they going to get that basic like knowledge and understanding of design that is a curious that is that is a curious like question after all of this is how are like schools gonna take the concept of AI? Like, I guess it depends on the professors. I mean, if you have well, school, it's gonna be ten years behind. You know, they won't they won't talk about <laughs> mid journey in school until you know twenty thirty five. Until one of us become a professor in exactly fifteen years, because it's all gonna be based on like the professor that is teaching it. Like, is it are they gonna be progressive and like help? their students to learn AI to help them or are they going to be one of the traditionalists where they're like, I'm going to teach you design. One of those, one of those gatekeeping mofos that are like, <laughs> no, 
starts with a pencil and a ruler and those circle templates. And it's mostly going to come down to how much they know AI. It's like if the professor doesn't know AI, they're not going to teach it. So it's like that's another step forward too is that like if you're going to help the generation under, if you're going to help them fall into the same line as us, like we also need to be in the up and up. To stay on the school topic a little bit, I believe that as the industry changes and the programs changes and start to integrate AI into them, the professors aren't going to have a choice. They're going to have to kind of incorporate the AI into their teachings a little bit. But you also have to consider that they're in an environment where at least, you know, I'm assuming in most art programs, you're taking a lot of your basic classes, you're doing painting and drawing and your color theory classes. And that's the stuff that you do that gives you that eye. It depends on how much value they put on those basics which i don't think you're ever really going to lose because those are not design specific classes that's just art and as people continue to just take art they're still going to learn those basics and they're still going to develop that eye for design and so when you do finally get to those later design classes you're going to have to integrate ai into your lesson plan simply because it's part of the program but i think you will still have like a basic understanding of what looks visually good I'm hoping that's how it, you know, how it goes. We're not in school anymore, so we don't have to worry about it. That really expensive piece of paper that says I'm done with school. I don't plan on going back. <laughs> yeah. Unless my career falls Unless through. they're paying me to do Unless it. Unless my career falls through and I have to go back. Nothing against teachers or anything, but I can see myself being one. I could, I could see you being a oh, teacher. Oh, I thought you were going to say that you could see yourself being a teacher. I was no. like, I don't think <laughs> you, so. You'd be that teacher that like 50% of the class loves and 50% of the class hates. You know what? I only need I could see you picking up a girl by her pigtails and spinning her around out of anger. Miss Trunchable. Was, I was like, like Miss Matilda? That, that's, yeah, that's Miss Trunchable. Put her in the choking. I'm going to dress like her too. Please make the shorts a little shorter though. It's the only way to go. Shorts are only going shorter nowadays. <laughs> All right, well, I think that covers AI, at least for the you know time being until we see what happens in the future. We may have a follow-up episode. One, one last thing. Utilize, don't rely. I think that's the best way to work with AI. Yes, I think you should utilize it. Yes, I think you should learn how to use it and do all that and work with it. But I don't think you should rely on it. I don't think designers should be a one-trick pony. I think you should learn composition. You should learn layout. You should learn all these things. and you know, use it as a tool. It's not the end all be all. Faster is not always better. It doesn't work in the bedroom either. So. I was going to say, your lady told me different. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, guys. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Let's Get Graphic Podcast. And see y'all next week. Peace Bye. Out. Go <laughs>